I'm so down. Dude, the. I'd probably get fucking sick of it in 10 minutes. I'm never doing this again. You get lost in it like you're acting. Like you're acting. You just get lost in it. Oh, blimey. Thanks, Hank. You really taught me a lot about propane and propane accessories. <laughs> I gotta read the bottom. Read the bottom. And I'll tell you what, young man. I don't no, think this you what a heart of cards. I don't think I had a heart of the cards, but I know for certain you got the heart of a Texas. <laughs> oh. 62, correct? And I'll tell you what, young man, I don't think I know what the hell. <laughs> what in the hell, Bobby? Can't you just break it down and fix it? How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Thwag Podcast. This is episode 62. As always, your host, Damian Leba. And Anthony Stevens. Yes, we're back again. Um, We did it last week? Yeah, we actually did. We've been fairly consistent lately. Yeah. It's been wild. Yeah. So cool. I get to say and, that. Yeah. And then next week, we're going to have a, some sort of wrench thrown in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just because sure. we said it. Yeah. Um, how was your Thanksgiving, sir? My Thanksgiving was pretty cool. Uh, went to my mom's and she made some food. Um, yeah, that's all I did. I went to watch the Raider game. You didn't go to your dad's or nothing? No, the plan was to go there, but then he ended up having to work. So oh. we ended up going to my mom's last minute, and she, like, cooked and shit. So. Hell yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, yeah, watch the watch football, which was really cool. And, uh, yeah, that's all I did. Nice. I envy you with what? only having to go to one place. I ended up going to four different places and working at the liquor store for, like, an hour at the same time. So it was, oh, yeah. it was a day. Damn. Because I, I went and I brought my parents food because they they worked at the liquor store the whole time and uh, I brought them food and gave them like an hour break and then headed out to the next place. <laughs> Is it like the White Kim's Convenience? <laughs> it's bigger than that. With liquor? I mean, essentially. Okay, cool. The White Kim's Convenience. I, mean, yeah. I would never. We, we don't have any uh, Gerald's though that are. I mean, I'm, I, I shouldn't even say anything. There's a guy there. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what, Bobby. But um Like he works there? Yeah. I'll tell you off. Eric. Okay. I mean okay. he'll never hear this, but still. Okay. I don't even know if I should have said that. <laughs> but um It is what it is. It is what it is. Um but yeah, no, other than that it was pretty good. Went to Aunt's house for breakfast, then liquor store to drop off food for my parents, and then went to my friend Anthony's house and went to Ariana's family's and then my sister's. Okay. So it was literally didn't get home till like nine thirty, and I had to work at five this morning, and I was Damn. late. So. Oh <laughs> wow! It feels like that was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that feels like it was like two days ago or something. It. Holy shit! Well, I mean, it doesn't help that there was what three, four football games yesterday that made it feel longer. That too, especially um, with your Raiders game that I was <laughs> almost upset but pulled it out. Yeah, that was literally down to the wire. Yeah. I really, Again. I really thought the Cowboys had it for a minute. Yeah. A couple times. Cowboys fans irritate me, too, because they're like complaining about the ref screwing them. I'm like, dude, each team had 14 oh. penalties. And not only that, there were there were penalties blown on each side. Yeah, I'm so, like, you can't. It's just that theirs came out of fucking unfortunate yeah. time. There, there was like 
two missed calls for pass interference I saw mm-hmm. going towards each team that yeah. weren't called. And I was like, also, Max Crosby, our defensive lineman, is getting held again all over the place. Never called. Who was the guy that got injured yesterday? One of your big, oh, uh, your Darren, tight end. Darren Waller. Yeah. He's good, though. He just has, like, oh, I forgot what it's called, an IT band or something in the knee. Just got stretched. Oh, okay. So, but he, he'll be good. Okay. Which is good. But yeah, we, we pulled the win out. Yeah, that was that was clutch. I was yeah. Still hate the Raiders, but it was a good game. Yeah, I don't want to hear nothing about Derek Carr, Derek Carr haters. Oh no, I'll say this: if he had the right team, that dude would be fucking unstoppable. He is actually a really good quarterback. He is. And Raider fans, a lot of Raider fans don't know anything about football. I'll take Derek so, Carr for the Broncos. If Derek Carr went to the Broncos with your defense already as it is and the weapons you have on offense, yeah, you can go. You can yeah. go to the playoffs at least. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't happen, but yeah. I would take that trade. Yeah. Especially, they, you guys can have Teddy. Teddy two gloves. <laughs> Teddy throws a belt. This is the first um, time we've actually like went in on football for a second. I still want to start a a football podcast Okay, on this network. I'll help it eventually. I would have to get back into football, but I feel like my brain only has a one-track mind. Yeah. And you wanted to see me like scream? Yeah. <laughs> That's the podcast. Oh, dude. Scream and- I used to sit and watch football like nonstop in high school. And then shortly after my uncle passed away, like most of my family went away from it because he was the mm-hmm. one who really got us all into right. football. I started started really watching it in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I really got into it, and I started playing Madden and watching it. I was always a Raider fan before that, but I didn't really watch it up until sixth grade. Yeah. And then since then, it's just, like, constant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Other than that, did you do anything fun since the last podcast? Um, Started. Right. Did we announce... The, you, you you released the name of the. Did I? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> like I started. You made a post. I started uh, just going over like writing some basic ideas of like dialogue and shit for the new short film that's coming out next year. Yes. Yeah, and working on a monologue that I'm going to record. Um, like you, you are too. Yes, we we both yeah. are. Just to get a little bit more content on the page, and then also just to have a film a film reel to uh, yeah. kind of show to potential other directors who we may want to work with in the future yeah. and stuff like that if we want to go on someone else's set and it's so. a good way to yeah gain a following <clears throat> to put out stuff like that like monologues and shit like that yeah yeah for sure um something I'm, I'm i'm nervous to step in front of the camera for anything i'm a lot more comfortable with this now because i'm like we've we've done this literally 62 times <laughs> yeah and actually we've done it more than that because we had the two uh joker uh, watch-alongs that Damn. failed. <laughs> you know, and eventually we should do that again. I'm down to do that again. That was yeah. a... I can watch that film a million times, yeah. so... And you don't gotta twist my arm. Yeah. Um, But I get nervous trying to act in front of the camera in general. Doing it for the short film was a task in itself, so... Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Definitely working on stuff like that is fun. But uh, mm-hmm. anything else other than working on the film? The, new, um, the next film? Pretty much just doing that and playing Batman Arkham Origins, which is the last Arkham game that I have to play. So. Oh, dude. But is it not, like, one of the best, like, story-wise? Like, obviously, the controls are a little older. It uh, The controller is still pretty good, I think. And then, um, yeah, the story is really good. I think it's probably my second favorite story behind Arkham Knight. I can see There's that. just something of Arkham Knight I, like, love. Yeah. I mean, so. I, mean I fully respect that. Um I think if I had to go from the original trilogy, I'd still probably go with City Overnight. Okay. Um, just because of, I don't, I don't know. I love that ending in City. City is really good. If I had to rank them, it'd be Night City and. Um, oh, I gotta include this one now. 
I don't know. I'm not done with it yet. So Arkham My- City and then Asylum. Yeah. Mine would be Origins City Night Asylum. Wow. I love Origins. And if you have Asylum as the last one, it just shows you how like good the franchise is. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it shows like I mean, it's still a solid game to play, especially if oh, you yeah. go play the remaster, the Return to Arkham. Yeah. Um, it's still fantastic to mm-hmm. play. The only thing is you can it, it made markable like and noticeable uh improvements throughout the years to where yeah it wasn't like oh well i need to go back and play the original because it's the only good one yeah like city especially like when you go from asylum to city it's so it's much more expansive oh yeah way more like open wide. there's a lot more to do yeah um and then arguments are kind of ridiculous like yeah. with all the riddler shit i mean, i mean all of those games yeah the amount of riddler trophies mm-hmm. and shit it and i I was so happy when I did because I, I did them all for Arkham Knight. Yeah, I didn't do it for the rest of the other ones. But there's like 300 and something. Plus, you have to get all the actual like riddles. Yeah, I was so happy when I went and did the uh, story plus that you don't have to get those again to finish the thing. Yeah, I was like, thank God, I would have shot the game. I would have probably broke my Xbox. <laughs> I was, I would have been so pissed. Um, but yeah, no, that that franchise stands up like none other. Oh yeah, so. But, um, all right, moving on. We decided <clears throat> that we had to kind of weigh in on the, how would you put this? The Spider-Man franchises. Yeah, with the, with the new, um, with No Way Home coming out, everyone's starting to talk about the uh, two original franchises. What would you call them? Two separate franchises? Fran- fran- Franchise? 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 <laughs> um, I would say franchises. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's the correct right. pluralization. So people are going back and talking about those, and I might, tonight, I might watch the first Spider-Man again. I don't know. It's been a while. I think I need to go back and watch uh, The Amazing Spider-Mans again. That too. I need to go on and see, since it is Black Friday, if there's a sale like on uh, any vendors for those movies so I can binge I have the uh, first Amazing Spider-Man and the second one on Blu-ray down here, I think. Okay. And I have the original trilogy, but just on DVD. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I love Blu-ray. Half the time, I can't tell the difference. I can really? tell the difference a lot of the time, but not all of the time. That's crazy. I also just don't care. I'm just... I like watching things. Right. So Plus, there are certain things where, like... It almost ruins it when you see the improvements because, like, especially older movies, because you can Some see a lot of, of the shit super in the background. Grainy too. Oh yeah, or you Depends can just it. see um, stuff that like they didn't have to pay you that much attention to like editing out mm-hmm. that shows up because it's brighter, right? And you're just like, oh, this is awkward, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, so we're gonna rank from. Uh, we'll include into the Spider Verse too because it's kind of an inspiration for it's it's a uh, good, No Way Home. Yeah, that, and it's a really good Spider Man movie. It's general, fantastic. So, yeah, I feel like I watch it about six times a week because of my children. Thomas <laughs> is obsessed with Spider Man right now. It's the, both of my kids have gone through that stage. Nice. <laughs> um, so for me, I don't know if mine will match up with yours. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. And we're not even putting this on paper to make it easier on ourselves. No, I remember all of them, and it sh- it, it'll be pretty easy. Yeah. So, start from the bottom or the top? Let's go bottom to top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm, Let's go so, with your... Uh, um, my last. bottom? Yeah. Probably go far from home. 
Really? I loved it. But it just felt less important. Okay. It it almost it almost felt like a bridge. It felt I think it was the time that it came out cuz it came out right after Endgame. So yeah. everyone was like coming down. Right. I um, can see that. I still love it, especially the performance that Jake Gyllenhaal uh put in as Mysterio. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'll it's something I'll never forget. Right. And that yeah, once like once we get to once we talk about all like two both of the Tom Holland ones um, there's stuff we can talk about that. Oh, yeah, as far sure. as it not being, I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, my bottom would be Amazing Spider-Man Two. Easily, I can see that. Just because, like, that I feel like is the most convoluted one. Like Spider-Man Three has a few villains in it, but this one I think really took it overboard. Oh no, I can see that. And it's not really like a movie. It was made like out of spite. Itself. That, and then it's basically setting up the Sinister Six. It's worrying about like future stuff without worrying about the story itself. Yeah. I feel. yeah. No, for sure. They they rushed a lot of that. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's not Sam Raimi's fault, but Mark Webb. Oh, yeah, Mark. Mark yeah. Webb. That's Avi Arad's fault. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, my number two would be Amazing Spider-Man Two. So. That's your number two? No, no, like number two. On, oh, like, okay. Like, oh, it, it, uh, what, I, I don't know what number it would be, so I'm just saying in descending order, number one okay. is, and then number two is. Okay. So, you have any more thoughts on that one? I mean, I did enjoy the darkness, uh, like the dark element to it. It's by far, in my opinion, the darkest uh, version of Spider-Man we've gotten. Okay. Be- especially with the uh, Gwen Stacy thing. Yeah, that was that was like there's good shit in like that's one of the good yeah. scenes. Um, that, that, was, that was my favorite aspect of the film. Yeah, and, that I, and the practicalness of the goblin. That yeah, Dane DeHaan just as a whole like his performance is like one of the best things. Yeah, um, I love Jamie Foxx, but I didn't like him as Electro at that time. He looks much better coming up. Yeah, his whole performance like before he turns into Electro is very like Joel Schumacher Batman-esque oh, yeah. campy shit. Extremely. <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't say that there wasn't studio interference on that one too. No, it opinion. really takes you out of the movie. It does. Yeah. That that could have been written a million times better. Yeah. Just the three glimpses we've gotten of Jamie Foxx's Electro in this new one, <laughs> yeah. I'm like I wish I could scrub the blue shit out of my head. Right, and that's interesting because like, you can tell like the first shot of him in the No Way Home trailer, he still is blue. Yeah, until he gets that new suit, that like reactor. Yeah, thing. yeah. Which is a little another thing that's disappointing so far from that movie is the Tony Stark relation again. I'm like every in every so, movie. So do you think he steals like an arc reactor? I think. Well, let's talk about it after we get okay. to the list. Yeah. Um, your yeah, let's go. Your my, number two. Okay, my number two, bottom two. Um, it would have to be Spider-Man three. Okay. Yeah. I'll just say it real quick before you continue. That's my number three. So. Dang, I'm going. Going. Okay. It, it, it's pretty consistent for the most part. Yeah. Um, I mean, go go ahead and say why. I mean, it's not hard. <laughs> no. Yeah. There's basically again, it just basically falls on studio interference. And Sam Raimi not wanting Venom in the movie. And just, like, character things, like, the way they make uh, Peter Parker change after he gets the symbiote mm-hmm. is more on the cringy side than it should be. It should be, like, serious. The like, fucking dancing? Yeah. I mean, it is fun to watch, but... <laughs> I love how they made fun of it in Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was great. He should be, like, a dick. 
Oh yeah. After he gets that, but he he is a dick. But it's like can't I don't dick. know. It's can't be. Yeah, it's a can't yeah. be dick. And um, like I said, too many villains in one movie too. Yeah, he definitely should have been more just straight asshole, like Roid Rage. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that could have been a really like dark Spider-Man movie. And if anything, if you wanted to put one villain in that movie and wipe away everything else, Harry should have been the villain, the sole oh, yeah. villain in that movie. Well, especially because it had an arc. Yeah. What What was the original plan again? Uh, he wanted Vulture. No, no, that was before. That was before. Mm. Um, he wanted. Who did he want in three? I just know he didn't want to use Venom. It was Vulture, I think. I think it was. He didn't find uh, find uh, Venom interesting. Yeah. Sam Raimi. Yeah, and Avi Arad wanted... Because Venom is a, like a really big selling point. Yeah. So that's why he rushed that. And do you think Sam Raimi kind of like botched it on purpose? Yeah. No, 100%. It felt, <laughs> yeah. it felt like he there was malice behind it. Like right. it was pure spite. Yeah. And it, then they were about to make four. Like he was writing it and then he said he couldn't really like believe you what he couldn't believe in the story that he was coming up with yeah. so he left well and especially because i mean just based off of what it was i didn't enjoy the thought of what it could have been yeah because it would have been vulture and uh black cat but mm-hmm. black cat would have been vulture's daughter you that do you think he put vulture in four because he didn't get to put him in three hundred yeah. percent and then he also had mysterio robbing a bank at the beginning and then it turned out to be bruce campbell which i would have been okay that might have been just like a little like yeah first bad guy get taken away well not only that that connects him to the first three movies too yeah so it would have been perfect i i honestly think that's the person i want to show up more than anything in no way home you know i wouldn't be surprised i for sure he's gonna pop up in uh, doctor strange Strange, yeah i would be down for mephisto if he was Mephisto. yeah that'd be good because that could also answer some things too yeah so i mean i'd be down for a lot of things yeah um sound like a whore um yeah but spider-man 3 <laughs> very there's a lot going on there okay so you're number four my number four would have to be far from home okay see we're yeah. literally we've oh yeah pretty, i think the only one that you've said that i haven't said was uh what was it that you said that i didn't say yeah have we met have we not mentioned have either of us not mentioned one that the other one's mentioned no, we've all said we've said the same thing. Okay, so Far From Home, Amazing Spider-Man Two, uh, Spider-Man Three. We 3. should have written them down. <laughs> we probably should have. So I said Far From Home. Yeah. Uh, Ma- uh Amazing Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Three. I said uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Three, and then Far From Home. Okay, so we've, we're only on three. So my number four then. Yes. Probably. Probably Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Um, I did really enjoy Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker is another thing. His Peter Parker is too cool. Yeah, way too cool. Yeah, it's he's a hipster. Hipster, skateboarder. The skateboarder part was cool because it was actually part from his life, but it didn't need to be in Spider-Man. No. But I, I mean, I really will. I will say, I do find him a very interesting actor, and I want to watch Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah, he's been getting like Oscar buzz off of that yeah. movie too. And that has honestly that coming out when it did is probably his downfall because of the fact of how many interviews he's had to fucking do. Yeah, and all people they, people don't even ask him half the time about Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Every interview closes out with, "So we'll see you in uh, No Way Home, right?" He's all. Uh, 
he wants to see. He has, I, that's why I said I don't. He hasn't gotten like upset. Yeah, because he knows he's in it, he, and you can tell like he's a good actor because he can pull off fucking lying. You when we, we you can tell he's lying. Yeah, because he's not outright denying it. Right, but he's just like he's playing it up. Yeah, so uh, I, I did enjoy it. Um, I didn't. I enjoyed the conflict between him and like Gwen Stacy's dad. Okay. I think that's kind of why I put it up a little bit more with uh, above Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. And it overall kind of had a better uh, story and it had a central focus villain to where it wasn't all over the place. Right. So, uh I am interested to see if the dude who played him in that is in No Way Home though. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh so far from home would be my next one after Spider-Man 3. thought you just said that i didn't talk about it yet though oh yeah yeah do it okay (laughs) um so this is the main problem i have with this and homecoming is that it doesn't really feel like a spider-man movie like they they try to shove in all these other mcu characters and all of his problems are always tony stark's problems that and then all the villains and yeah they force nick fury in this one Mm -hmm. i don't mind kind of i don't mind happy (laughs) Happy's good in it. Yeah. But, um, Happy's always good. Yeah. I love John Favreau and everything. Right. And it just, you don't get the same vibes that you do like in Spider-Man 2 or yeah. the first Spider-Man where there's a lot of like, there's a like, character like weight going on in those movies. Yeah. To where this one, there's so much shit going on that you can't really focus on one person. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. There was, it also felt rushed. Yeah. And, and like, not, not rushed in the way like Spider-Man, uh, three was but still like noticeably just like it, it hampered it mm-hmm. and it sucks too because like when you have a big movie like endgame and then you have this movie coming out after it it's like they kind of cancel each other out because like there's so much shit going on in endgame yeah. you're supposed to be like you're supposed to feel something and then it like gets offset by this yeah no 100 percent. i don't but that's the thing i don't know what i would have put after endgame because that was such yeah. a big event right it's like you could not, you could take a year off or you could, I mean, Sony wouldn't have let them do that anyways. No. But, I mean, they, they had a decent story for it. It just, it felt rushed and like just too much all at once. Mm-hmm. It was a good story and I was happy with the way it progressed things. It just felt tonally too fast for what we just came from. And that's all it is. Like you said, it just it's just something to progress something forward without any meat to it. Yeah. And it also served the job of essentially introducing us to the multiverse without introducing us to the multiverse yeah so it did its job but it was definitely a bridge film yeah it's basically what halloween kills is (laughs) yeah uh i I mean i haven't watched it but i've heard plenty to where i know exactly what you mean yeah but um all right so your number four then since i already did my number four okay so my number four would be the amazing spider-man okay that's fair yeah why um this was the start of something that could have been really good um i thought you know even though they're like retelling the like uncle ben shit over Mm -hmm. again um (laughs) martin sheen yeah martin sheen (laughs) his like instead of saying the one line he has to like turn it into a monologue i thought that was that was the cringiest part of that film to me that was bad (laughs) and it's not that it was bad acting it was just like because you know where it came from it was just like (laughs) just say it (laughs) just say the fucking line yeah 
Unless you have to pay Sam Raimi credit for it. Right. And I will give this movie credit because it did give it, like, a different angle to his backstory where you actually saw his parents. Yeah. For I did a like little that. bit. Yeah. And you, they expand on it in the Psycho one. I always on. forget about that, honestly. Yeah. That's, like, it, it's it's cool, but, like, I don't ever think about his parents. I only think about Uncle Ben. Right. And Aunt May. Right. And, uh, yeah, Dennis, Dennis Leary, his character in it. Yes. As going to say since that, and then you, can, they were dating in real life. Uh, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, so their chemistry is like really See, good. And I, I do agree. I, I feel like, and it's not that it never happens, but I feel like those relationships are very often uh, fabricated. The same way I feel about Zendaya and Tom. I feel that way more about Zendaya and Tom Holland. I can see that. Although there's rumors, I don't know if it's official that they're dating in real life. Well, they they were officially dating in real life during Far From Home, and then they broke up, and now they're back together. Oh, okay. It's like, okay, just while we're on set together, like, I don't, I don't know. Bump and grind. Yeah. Because I know that people caught them uh, kissing in a car or something uh, off set, but I'm like, it was perfectly placed for a fucking uh, paparazzi shot. So Yeah. I don't know. I don't have faith in Hollywood. Let's just go with that. <laughs> right. I, especially when I have to hear about Ben Affleck and fucking Jennifer Lopez every two minutes. Oh, my God. Or now it's Pete Davidson and fucking Kim Kardashian. I've been trying to stay so far away from that. It's not working, but you know. it's fucking... It's already old. Right. I mean, at least he's not as crazy as Kanye. But, I don't know. I'm, I am I loved Pete Davidson when he first started it. I'm starting to get tired of him already. Right. Overplayed. I feel you. And I hate that he has to be associated with MGK all the time. But we'll get back on Yeah. We'll get back on our topic. Yeah, Amazing Spider Man. That's like between Amazing Spider Man and uh, Far From Home, like right after Amazing Spider Man, that's like where I draw the line of like Spider Man movies that are rewatchable. Yeah. That's like the last one that's rewatchable, Amazing Spider Man. Oh yeah. Far from Home three and Amazing Spider Man two, I could I don't I won't watch them ever again probably. Yeah, no. I, I can respect that. I mean I'll I'll watch all of them at least one more time because I'm probably going to do like a marathon of all seven movies? Seven movies? Yeah. Uh beforehand. Just to kind of make sure continuity in my head, like I have everything yeah. again. Um but yeah. I, I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. That's why that's my number five. Okay. So, uh, same reasons. Love the film, but I mean, it obviously, it obviously had its couple of things that were holding it back, especially like character moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't like how quickly Flash flipped. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, he's not even a big character in the fucking movies. It's just like they're not supposed to be cool until he's Venom. Right. So just. Like, like Tony Revolori is probably still a dick to, to <laughs> Peter Parker after he finds out yeah. that uh, he's uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Just because now he's going to be in denial where he's, he had the whole thing where he's like, Spider-Man's fucking tight, basically, yeah. in uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. But he's probably going to be it. I, I really am curious what he does in this film because I haven't you, seen anything. Do you think he's going to end up being becoming Venom? I would be, I would be happy. Honestly, it would be really interesting, but does that mean he has to lose his legs? Right. I don't know. I mean, they set something up for his character in the next film. Yeah. Do you think there's a possibility that his father could be part of the Sinister Six? 
Anything's possible, really. Well, they set. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But they set okay. that shit up because he's like, "Oh, dad wasn't. He's a father wasn't here to pick me up." That's true. I don't know I, that one. That's a wide open door right there. So it really is. I if I had to bet money on who the sixth villain is, I'd put it on Scorpion right now. Scorpion or Vulture? Yeah, but I think Vulture would be a waste. Because yeah, we they wouldn't have hit him like this. Yeah, so. I really, really, really wish it's it's Scorpion. Do we need a new villain? But or maybe not a new villain, but a Tom Holland villain. Yeah, and you want someone new from his universe. Yeah. So, so. and oh, dude, to see that, suit, we'll we'll get back on track. But <laughs> oh my god, that suit will be fucking insane. Yes. Um. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man. Um. Also, one of the best things in that movie, like just overall, is the lizard and Spider-Man fight in the school. Oh, yeah. Because it's like Dude. 100% CGI, but it looks really good. And fucking uh, Stan Lee just sitting yeah. there cleaning up. Yeah. The desk is flying at his head. Yeah. And, and that, Lizard, that was great. Lizard as a character isn't bad either, I no. think. Well, what, what's his name? It's, is it Reese something? Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Um, I always think of him from uh, The Replacements. Mm. I love that movie. Uh, da, 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 da. So, so Amazing Spider-Man. His name is Reese Evans. Ray Evans. It's fucking weird. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Ray. Actually, I think it's Rice. Rice. Rice <laughs> Evans. I swear, I, everyone pronounces it differently. It's Rice. like fucking. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name I was thinking of, but they pronounce it different every fucking Sticky time. Sticky Rice. Or would you want that bowl of rice? Or Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, isn't he Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gail Gadot. Oh fuck! Golly Gadotty, you know, sounds like an Indian song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I hit my number five with Amazing Spider-Man. Your number five? Uh, Homecoming. 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 Home, okay. I'm coming. Yeah, Homecoming. Um, it's. I don't know. It's really hard to talk about, honestly. In it, a way. It was the beginning of him not feeling like Spider-Man movies. So I, I, I do respect that. Yeah, it's like when you watch it for the first time, you like love it. Yeah. But then you go back and you're like, well, it's not really a Spider-Man movie, well, per se. And not only that, like as much as I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, his films have been fairly forgettable. Yeah, and I will say the reason why this is above Amazing Spider-Man, there's, there's still, I think there's a little bit more enjoyable stuff in homecoming than amazing spider-man i think it had a little bit better writing yeah but that's really the only reason why it's above it yeah um I, i'll be 100 percent honest like if we're if you're gonna ask me and it doesn't make sense with my ratings but if you're gonna ask me who my favorite spider-man is it's probably andrew garfield and i know people look at that weird but like it, it's mostly just the spider-man though because like we've said yeah because you got to break it down into this, like two different characters yeah it, it's weird it, but it's like it's different than Batman and Bruce Wayne because th- there's a different aspect to it. I feel like those are so closely intertwined that they're almost one character yeah. as opposed to Spider-Man and Peter Parker being so different. Yeah. Well, especially because we haven't found anybody who really plays them super different for Batman. Like yeah. Bruce Wayne or uh, Ben Affleck's is, oh, you, there's a little bit more of a line where he yeah. has the cocky billionaire type thing. The same thing with... Um, Christian Bale, but only in Batman Begins. Okay. The rest of the time, it was pretty 
he only had like one scene where he was like a kind of a cro- uh, cocky Bruce Wayne in Dark Knight. That's when, when he shows up to the to that party, right? Honestly, I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh. I was thinking the the Lamborghini scene. That too. He um, did. He definitely. I, his Bruce Wayne definitely feels more childish in a way at times. Then, because he's motivated by certain things yeah like love. Then, and ben affleck's bruce wayne is like fucking serious yeah the whole time and he you can tell he's acting about how he is on the outside yeah so and there's one scene of him with a chick and she's just asleep on the bed <laughs> when he wakes up in the morning that and that is batman uh yeah. if you ever go back and watch uh i know we're keep going off topic but if you ever go back and watch uh batman day one the cartoon mm. he literally just pays girls to come over for when the cops come <laughs> <What> the <fuck? laughs> like just to where it looks like he was doing something right and like acting crazy and she's like right. you know we could have actually slept together He's like, i'm good <laughs> um but so that was your number five yeah homecoming vulture's a good villain i will say too he's probably one of the he's one of the better villains in the mcu oh yeah uh, michael keaton and yeah and you had shocker and you had the prowler prowler mm-hmm. didn't fully come to fruition and you had scorpion Yes, and the reveal when Peter Parker, he like in the car, right? When he, he realizes, it's one of them realizes that they're who they are. When, when he's driving his daughter and Peter Parker to the oh, home, yeah. to the dance. Yeah. And the daughter got out of the car. Yeah, and then it's, it's Michael Keaton that knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man, I want to say. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's one way or the other. That's a good reveal. That, that it was a good scene. As soon as, like, honestly, I never, I did did not connect two and two the whole movie mm-hmm. up until that point. Yeah. Where and I was like, oh shit, I guess it does make sense. Yeah, and it's stuff like that that there's not m- moments like that in Amazing Spider-Man. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, the, the writing was definitely better and yeah. the introductions of supervillains was better. Yeah. Um, And my number six is Homecoming. <laughs> oh my God. So, <laughs> it, it, like I said, these aren't going to be far off. Yeah. Uh, they're far not going to be like home. that one that you showed me before we started doing this. Holy fuck balls that, one's that was out wild there. wild as hell. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, same reasons. Nothing too in depth. So, what's mm-hmm. your number six? Number six would be Into the Spider Verse. We only have the three movies left, correct? Yep. Okay, I can respect that. Yeah, and go for it. Why? Um, it's very enjoyable. It's very the style, the art style is like very comic booky, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it gives you like a little taste of what the multiverse could be. Yeah, in no. a way, and huh? yeah, I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think this one we line up. Wait, no, because that was your six. So mine. I'd probably go, because we only have Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Into the Spider-Verse, and I think that's it, right? That's it. I, I think it's Into the Spider-Verse as well. Okay. So, it, it's a very fun film, and I've gotten a lot more enjoyment out of that because of my children. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, the art style is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's, the story is really good, too. Yes. Voice acting is fantastic. Uh, Jake Johnson, Haley Steinfeld... I forget Shemit the more yeah something like that yeah uh, he was really good and you got the cameo of Oscar Isaac in the after credit scene Spider-Man oh, 2099 yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't actually realize that was Oscar Isaac yeah that's dope I like that um, and then you can never go wrong uh, with putting uh, Nick Cage I, 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 that, I wasn't even going there <laughs> but that was fantastic too that's his second 
third superhero role, technically, because he got to voice Superman in Teen Titans, oh, yeah, the movie. Yeah. Uh, Teen Titans Go, the movie. Um, and then Ghost Rider, obviously. But um, Mahershala Ali as the Prowler. Yeah. That was dope. Um, I'm kind of curious. Do you think they'll do anything with Donald Glover's Prowler in the movies? I hope so. But I hope, hope they save that for a Miles movie, not for... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I would be down to see him do villain shit. Like, that would be an interesting Donald Glover role. Yeah. And now they have a blueprint of how to do a Miles Morales movie. Oh, yeah. And it would work very well. I just hope they wouldn't kill him off right away. Right. Because he's kind of a conflicted villain where he would be a lot more interesting. Mm -hmm. Where there's... It it almost kind of harkens back to... Kind of sort of with uh green goblin in the first one where he was kind of conflicted on whether or not to go after peter parker because of the relationship to his son right i mean it's not one for one it's not going to be as personal mm-hmm. as the prowler and yeah. uh, miles would be but it, it would be it would be dope especially depending on who they cast as miles right. morales because that'll be an interesting choice yeah for sure and they literally could use the same voice actor from into the spider Verse. they could he's not a bad age no especially after that four a five-year jump yeah so, um, you're number three. It would be number two, because we only have two left. I feel like one got skipped, but go. What's your number two? Number two would be Spider-Man Two. Okay. Yeah, it's a very, it's kind of controversial because like everyone like, and it is so. Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man movie, but it's not my favorite one. Oh, I respect that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Spider Man Two is almost—it's considered one of the best comic movies. Period. Too. It's damn near perfect. Yeah, it is. And that this is like something you don't get at all in the Tom Holland ones—is the conflict that he goes through. Oh yeah, in the, in Spider Man Two. Well, especially, it was really cool to see a superhero like fight with themselves to like want to hang up the the the, the tights essentially. Yeah. Um, but like, especially the fact that it was kind of like a biological thing with the whole how Sam Raimi had it kind of tied into like his manhood basically or mm-hmm. whatever where he just wasn't in it so like his body literally started working against him on it yeah that and then like just bad shit keeps piling on top of each other for <laughs> Peter Parker right and they get smacked by fucking James Franco oh, dude. It, it's wild like I, I like I, I haven't seen either of the first two in a while no. but like as soon as we start talking back about it, like especially like specific scenes, like it just floods back. Like yeah. that was my childhood. Like I love those too. movies. Yeah. I don't know how I went so far off and started just going super DC fanboy <laughs> after that because dude, Spider Man was my life. I had so many like Spider Man comics and Spider Man books and Spider Man toys and video games and all that. Especially around that time, like the, when the first one, the second one came out. Especially when the first one came out, I had the like the, the bed spread or whatever. Oh, yeah. I had the cereal. <laughs> oh, dude, the cereal was actually pretty yeah, fucking good. Clothes, toys, like everything. I even had like a novel that was based on the fucking movie, mm-hmm. the movie comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had all that shit. Yeah, I, I love that stuff. And honestly, it was to the point where like I didn't even know that like in the I would get mad at the cartoons because he had the web shooters. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like that's not what it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah. <laughs> and like I told you in the, I think it was the last episode. Me and one of my friends in first grade would reenact the fight scene. <laughs> Yeah, so it was fucking wild. On the playground and everything? Yeah. I remember that. That's awesome. I, I remember doing stuff like that when I was a kid, too. But 
I, I, I really do miss like that feeling with films. Like, and also, um, there was not up, up until the Arkham games, the only good like superhero video games were Spider-Man. Yeah. So that did a huge favor for that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, so my number two, I think I go a little bit more in the direction of what everyone else thinks. It's number one. Yeah, the first and I, I absolutely love that one to death. It is what started the whole thing. Um, but, I mean, clearly, so that puts number two on top for me. Yeah. It, it, I like the writing slightly more on the second one. Uh, I think the acting was also better on the second one, even from Toby. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. It didn't feel like we were rushing towards anything. And I don't feel like Spider-Man 1 really rushed. But there was, I don't know, a little bit more I would have liked from like the reveal to Peter Parker about Norman being Green Goblin. It was fine the way they did it, but like I think it was just like the way. I, I wish he would have found out a little sooner. Okay. That uh, Norman was uh, Green Goblin because he does that with uh, Doc Ock because obviously he doesn't have a mask. Right. So it kind of creates that conflict a little earlier. Yeah. And um, each of those movies have like very like iconic scenes in them. Like the oh. first one. Um, when Spider-Man goes into that burning building and then he sees Green Goblin dressed as like an old woman <laughs> yeah. and then he throws the bombs and like Spider-Man is dodging them in slow motion. The, it's the wild. What, what are they called? The bats? The, like the bat bombs or yeah. whatever? Because they have the like swords on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- those are dope. And each of them too have like horror-esque scenes. Like in Spider-Man 2 when Doc Ock's getting operated on and the arms go AWOL. The arms go AWOL and they start attacking the doctors. That's like a, like Evil Dead, like the camera movements and stuff yeah. like that. And then uh, the final battle between Green Goblin and Spider-Man is kind of like dark for that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, that, that death scene for uh, Green Goblin was yes. also always huge for me. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like the feigning like loyalty to, yeah. b- to backstab him and then it stabs him. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, and then right before I guess him, he's like, oh. Yeah, I, I love Willem Dafoe. Yeah. He's always going to be one of my favorite actors. Like, yeah, and now we got him coming back. I that was one of the like, I like I saw the suit and I was like, oh, maybe they're just gonna like whatever, you know. As soon as I heard the voice, I was just like chills up my. Like, spine. This is gonna make people cry. Like people our age, dude. I've I've like, I've welled up a couple times just watching the trailers. I'm like. <laughs> I almost feel like I need to wait a couple weeks and go to the theaters on my own <laughs> so I can, like, go, like, first thing on a matinee, make sure I'm the only person in the theater, and just bawl my fucking eyes out. <laughs> like, it's going to be emotional. This is going to be, like, the second movie I'll cry at. This one, and then probably the Batman. I'll probably cry. Oh, yeah. If it is what I think it's going to be, yeah. There, there are too many good things at once to where, like, movies that, like should be more appreciated don't get the appreciation because you have things like this and but the batman that like heighten expectations to like unrealistic levels i know this is like a movie like we've been waiting for for like ever i mean this is literally once in a lifetime didn't even know it was ever gonna happen no it was literally out of the blue yeah and the fact they kept it under wraps as long as they did yeah especially with covid 
Like, holy shit. Yeah. I don't know what it is with Marvel, why people are so scared to say things, but they got some shit right. Yep. So, that's all I'll say. Oh, yeah. So, basically, obviously, your number one is... Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we... Do you want to go over again? No, I think I said <laughs> all like, I could we, say. We've it's covered fucking, it. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, so, I'll leave this to you. Would you like to do... Oh, before... When Uncle Ben dies in the first Spider-Man uh, movie, the way he says Peter, fucking day. Yeah, now that hit, I'm not gonna lie. My favorite, like most iconic moment. It's stupid, and people will probably be like, "Are you fucking kidding?" From Spider-Man One, his fucking Macho Man. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Like that's well, the most like. Bone song is ready. <laughs> That's a cute uh, outfit. Did your husband get it? For you? That's I like really, the best clip he said in the whole series. It was fucking fantastic. Yeah, that was that's as iconic as snapping to a slim jim, which was also him. Yeah. Oh my god, that dude was a fucking genius. Yes, and also like a a good emotional scene in the movie is when Peter Parker's being a dick to Uncle Ben in the car before he oh. goes to the wrestling match. Yeah. That like, adds weight to the death scene. Dude, no matter how many times you watch it, like um that that that, that hits in a way that Amazing Spider-Man was never able to do with Martin oh, Sheen's no. death. Like you you get the same vibe, but it does not impact the way the no, first it yeah. does the first. When time. you watch that, you really feel it. When you watch Amazing Spider-Man, you're like, yeah. You're dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like it, that's, and that's the problem with doing superhero movies over again like with the fucking backstory yeah. like because i mean how many times do we have to see that we saw the backstory for batman in 1989 yep i don't think they went over it at all in the the they, sequel no they didn't um but then we got it again with val kilmer yep and then we got it again did we we got it with george clooney a little bit didn't we might I have think been very they minimal. like show some parts or talk about yeah. it or something which um, i don't mind them talking yeah. about it but don't show it yeah and then we got it again with Christian Bale. And then we got it again with Ben Affleck. But I did I'm like that okay one. With that, that one was fucking Stylistically, yeah. I'm like, damn, this that, is fire. It was Watchmen all over again. That And people fucking complained about how uh, Bruce, when he falls in the hole and then he gets lifted by the bats, people complain about that. I'm I, like, how? Visu- Why? Visually, that was perfect. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I will suspend I, disbelief for that. Yeah, I don't care. Like, it's perfect. This is the same universe where the Flash exists now, so fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's another fine. thing. These fucking purists I, I, upset me. I, I'm fine with it. Yeah. But it, yeah, that, it that, works for me. That's it. Um, we're not going to get an origin story in this next one, which is cool. Yes. I mean, I'm sure they're obviously still going to allude to it. Because it's about one it. of the biggest fucking parts of his character. Yeah. And did you see there was a new... I don't know if... I think... what. Oh, we'll talk about it later. Let's get this uh, list thing over with, and then I'll get to it. Oh, I think we're done with the list. Are we done with uh, it? Yeah, completely? so I was going to ask you, do you want to cover expectations for No Way Home? Or do you want to cover, um, do you want to go movie by movie and spread stuff out? We, we kind of already have done some we of that. We did that, yeah. So, we can go expectations for No Way Home after we cover the quick Batman thing that you were okay. going to say. So, I think it was Warner Brothers that released a new um, synopsis or something. And it's like almost like they're saying the Riddler is not the main bad guy in the movie. There's like a bigger bad guy entity in the movie. Because it's like, one of the lines was, along the way he comes across Selena Kyle, Edward Nashton, yada yada. And then eventually something's revealed that's bigger than he thought or something like that. Court of Owls. 
That's what I'm saying. It's a quarterback. It's a quarterback, yeah. They, they, they've set that up with a few things in the trailers. Yeah. I, I would have to go back over them, but... Especially with uh, you're connected to this, too, and with the Wayne family being connected. Yeah. It, I don't think we'll see Talon, though. What if we did? If we did, it'd be ballers, fuck. <laughs> Who would you cast as Talon? I don't know. Uh, ooh, oh, ooh. So this is gonna throw you, and it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna make you uh, sad because it ruins one of your fan castings. What would you do if they did bring like an Oscar Isaac to play Talon? I'd be fine with that, right? I'd be fine. With I'd that. be a fucking, and especially because like size wise, he'd be even bigger than uh, Bruce uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So it would cr- create kind of a crazy dynamic, mm-hmm. unless we're doing, unless we do this. A trilogy of Court of L movies. Because, I'd be fine with that because, like, yeah, maybe they don't blow their load in this one and show talent. They kind of like build up to it, and at the end, they kind of cut it off. Yeah, before anything happens. O- almost like the way they introduced the Joker in Batman Begins. Yeah, with the card. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where maybe a little bit more than that, mm-hmm. but like a just cliffhanger where he like starts delving into it, and each movie he just gets further into it. Yeah. And to the point where he can actually have a Robin where they kind of have that conflict where they do in the comics. Here's the thing. I don't think there will be a Robin. What is fucking Robin? Because this being his only second year as Batman. That should be that should be when he gets a Robin. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I don't know if they'll do that. Though. I, I, really I don't, don't think they will. I think they'll, he'll be on his own. Um, but we, do you need, think, we need Timothy Chalamet, god damn it. I know. Do you think there'll be a time jump between one and two? Or do you think there'll be a continuous? Hmm. Honestly, I think I'd have to see the first one first. Yeah. Um, my money. Well, it depends on. Depends on if we see anything from the Court of Owls or if it's just a mention. If it's just a mention of the Court of Owls, time joke. If we actually see someone from the Court of Owls, I say we almost pick up from that moment. There's only one thing that kind of worries me. That kind of points to Court of Owls not being a main villain throughout the whole series it is the rumor of that dude being Joker. Billy, what's his fucking name? The guy who looks like Joel Edgerton. He's in the Eternals. Oh, uh, the, the, the Irish dude. I can't think yeah, of his name. Him. Yeah, if Joker's in it, then I don't think Corvallis would be a big bad guy. Because I don't think they're going to make Joker like just like a... I, I still think they could. There's a lot you can do with Corvallis. Like, it's not... I just don't want these movies to be like have too much shit going on. Well, and see, that's why I, I want the Court of Owls to be, like, the looming thing in the background. But you can still show that threat of Joker in the distance. Like, to where it's... Okay. it's it, Joker doesn't have to be the big bad all the time. Right. Where, like, he can be a gigantic... I mean, look at uh, Dark Knight. He really was... Like, he, he orchestrated everything, but he wasn't the the final boss. Okay. I guess they do that in the Arkham games, too, really. Yeah. So... There's a there's a, a lot of different ways this could go. You yeah. you literally could do Court of Owls runs everything. You oh, you know what you could do? Hmm. Have Joker as the main villain for the second movie. Okay? Kind of give him a little something to do in the first one where that's why they have a casting. And in the third one, because Joker's all about chaos. Fuck with everybody. Subvert expectations. Joker and Batman team up against the Dark uh, the Court of Owls. 
That'd be weird. <laughs> it's happened in the comics. Yeah. So that'd be wild. Here's a, I, I just don't want any mention of Joker at all in the first one. I really don't. I mean, and I, I respect that. That's why yeah. I'm saying like I'd rather him be the full on like villain of the second one. Yeah. And then if they were to do something bananas like that, go all in. Right. And I'm wondering, um, in the first one, Edward uh, Riddler is not the main villain. He's just kind of the guy luring Batman to try to see what's really going on. Yeah. And that, that's why I do really think it is pointing towards the Court of Owls. I just... Yeah. If there was a central figure in the Court of Owls that he... Sh- that, I just... I don't know how they can say he's not the main villain. Because even then, I would still consider him the main villain. Because like, he, he's he, kind of pulling strings and shit. Yeah. He should be pointing him towards the Court of Owls, but I really just don't want it to be resolved in the first place. And he's still killing people. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the, he's the... And not that the Court of Owls doesn't kill people, but he's so brazen and open about it that it's just... It's almost disturbing where he right. needs to be dealt with. Right. Um, I just... I, I would love to see Court of Owls. I just don't know how they're going to do it without... <sighs> needing like a three hour runtime with what they've uh revealed i'd be fine with like a 245 oh of course um yeah i was gonna say something else i forgot it'll come back to me okay um in the meantime do you have any since this will probably be like the last segment of this podcast do you have any final i mean don't get me wrong we do have what two three weeks before this film comes out yes um spider-man no way home do you have any final expectations slash uh the the word for it um hypotheses um i got an idea of how the story's gonna go okay um i think green goblin's gonna end up being the like the big bad in the movie he's gonna get these um, villains together after they're all trapped in those cells he's gonna trick peter into letting them all go okay and that's when he they're gonna go out and get all that stark tech and shit and get all the new suits and whatever i am and, excited to see him without them yeah and then after that i think um once they break out and do all this shit doc ock's gonna be bad for a bit and then he runs into toby's peter parker and then toby kind of says the same shit he does to him and in, in spider-man 2 to get him to be good again and then Doc Ock's gonna try to say Aunt May, and the Green Goblin kills Doc Ock. I, I definitely see dissension within uh, the Sinister Six. Yeah. that's that's almost a foregone conclusion. Yeah, especially with Alfred Molina with mm-hmm. the way it all, all ended. Yeah. Um. Do you do you think anybody else defects, or do you think it's primarily him? I think it's him. It, it makes sense, especially because of how much of a turn he did at the end of mm-hmm. Spider-Man Two. Um. So do you do you think Aunt May dies? Oh yeah. dies? I yeah. think Aunt May dies, and I think Happy dies. I would almost be okay with Aunt May dying rather than Happy. I love Happy Hogan. He's I fucking think, great. <laughs> I think they're both gonna bite the dust. Zendaya obviously isn't gonna fucking die. Well, especially because Happy Hogan's the only character other than Gwyneth Paltrow, and I don't fucking care about Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah. Left over from Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, like the first MCU. Well, no, is it the first MCU movie? Yeah. Iron Man was the first one. Over Incredible Hulk? Yeah, Incredible Hulk came out. That was the second one. It was like the same year, though, right? Or a year, year after. after. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, he'd be like the only original character left. That's fine. Than, Just fucking let that die already. Other than the uh, Goop Lady. Goop Lady. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. She owns oh. a company called Goop. Oh my god. And oh, they sell some weird shit, bro. Like a Gwyneth Paltrow vagina scented candle. Wow. <laughs> that apparently explodes. <laughs> apparently you get it down to the bottom of the wick and it like fucking explodes. <laughs> um, take uh, that information and do with it what you will. <laughs> but um, they also sell jade eggs to put inside of your vagina. Wow. There's a, it's, it's an interesting company. That's wild. Uh, it's very uh, voodoo like i don't know the right word for it it's it's strange right um i don't know i didn't need to go on that tangent (laughs) um do you have any predictions on people who haven't been revealed yet other than the two foregone conclusions that will show up i think scorpion ends up ends up being the sixth uh villain Especially if uh, Green Goblin breaks him out of the raft or wherever he's at. Yeah. Isn't it Ravencroft? Mm, no, Ravencroft... Croft, I think Ravencroft is for, like, the criminally insane. Oh, okay. Uh, like, that's where they keep, like, Cletus Cassidy and stuff. Okay. But, obviously, I don't... I don't, I don't think we'll get anything like that. No, I think Michael Keaton... Not Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton shows up again. People... There's a rumor saying Morbius is going to show up. Which, I mean, I don't want that, but... I really... They just need to wait. I think... I don't even want that movie. I think the end credit scene is going to be um, heavily... have The Sony universe is going to have something to do with the end credit scene, I think. Speaking of which, did you see the fucking like, most recent trailer they released for Morbius? Yeah, the one where he says, I'm Venom. <laughs> I was like, fuck off. This is a cinematography. It legit looks like a two thousand early two thousand superhero movie. It look it looks like a almost like Blade cinematography. Yeah, like it's <laughs> and Daredevil and shit like that. Yeah, I'm like why? I, mean, I was about to say something weird, and then I was like, no, that's wrong. Uh, I was about to say the cinematography for Daredevil wasn't bad, and then I was like, fucking what? <laughs> um, the only thing cool about that movie that I really enjoyed, even though it was cheese as hell, was the uh, catwalk jump. Oh, yeah. Even though his, his knees would have been fucking jello. Yeah. <laughs> like, that dude was... Whew. Your favorite part wasn't Electro training by herself with the sandbags <laughs> just falling from the ceiling? I took some engineering. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was bad. Almost as bad as the playground scene. God. Yeah. There's no shortage of just bullshit. Like, Daredevil, <laughs> Daredevil being blind, but cutting a fucking double D into the the ground and pouring gasoline directly on that. Yeah. Like, come the fuck on. Yeah. There, there was so much cheese in that. Like, I mean, it made sense that Kevin Smith was involved in some <laughs> small yeah. portion. Um, speaking of Daredevil, I'm also excited for that. Charlie Cox, right? Yes. Might be in it. I, I think he's, he's, in <laughs> he's in it. Um He's the only probably uh Netflix character that's gonna be in the MCU technically. I don't know, because if he's in it that opens the door for all of them. That's true. Especially because they mention the event in New York in all the series. Uh-huh. I could see them sweeping iron fist under the rug though and not mentioning him that didn't do very good at all i mean i enjoyed it but people were like 
it's racially insensitive. I'm like, it's just like the fucking comics. It's not like they changed anything. Yeah. Um, it was, it was the worst writing of the entire uh, four five shows. Right. Uh, Jessica Jones was really good. I'd be happy if they brought her back. Luke, Luke Cage. Cage was really dope, especially the way they ended it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Charlie Cox is easily the main character they should bring back. Right. Um, I don't even care if the people that were involved in the show with him come back. I just almost desperate for him to come back because, like, I, I know I've mentioned this before, but my favorite episodes of the Spider-Man cartoon growing up were the Daredevil Spider-Man crossovers. Right. Those were amazing. Like, I literally would watch those on repeat. I had that on VHS Spider-Man and Daredevil. I did too. Yeah. I had like four different uh, Spider-Man VHS tapes that I, I think I damn near broke with how many times I, I watched had Spider-Man them. versus Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Spider-Man and Venom one that I had. And the Spider-Man Green Goblin one that I watched all I the time. I had that one, and then I had the Daredevil one. Yeah. yeah, Those were really good. Especially because they would team up against uh, Kingpin. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I it, Spider-Man's probably the most nostalgic superhero to me. Yeah, like, I too. love Batman, but that was... I was probably closer to, like, 13 when I really, really got into Batman. The first experience I had with Batman was probably watching the 1989 movie. Back when I was like ten or something like that. No, earlier than that. I, I, like seven. Because like when I was like about eight, I rented that um Batman um was it Batman Vengeance, the video game for the GameCube? Yes. It's like red on the cover and he's like standing right in the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was based on the anime series. Yeah. Yeah. I rented that game back then when I was like, I was like eight. Well, I, I loved the cartoons when I was a kid. Yeah. With Kevin Conroy yeah. and Mark Hamill. Um which is it's it's so weird to think that the voice cast for that was almost like extremely different. Right. Like with Tim Curry as the Joker, like that'd have been fucking bananas. Yeah. Um but yeah, no. I, I, I mean I, I watched I think Batman nineteen eighty nine might have even been the first superhero movie I ever watched. But okay. um well that and Phantom. Um but Spawn was my Phantom. Oh, I can see back that. Then. Yeah. I mean and you go back to it now, and it it's another Martin up. Sheen thing where it doesn't really hold up. But I mean, like, movie in general, no, fucking hold up. No. John Leguizamo was really good. He oh, he up. was the best part of that movie. Yeah, I mean, he, I love Michael J. White. Yeah, but some of his delivery was cheese. Yeah. Um, Other than that, he was the perfect dude to play him. Oh yeah, he, they could even bring him back. No, well, Jamie Foxx. I don't yeah. know if they'll really retain him because of how long it's fucking taken. But I mean, they could. He hasn't really been that busy. Yeah, that's true. He's literally Spider Man's the last first thing I can remember him doing. And, and apparently, he's gonna be Mike Tyson, but I don't know when that's ever gonna happen. Oh, dude, that is a perfect fucking casting. Yeah, dude. Now, he's been saying that for like a couple of years now, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to get big though. Yeah, I don't know. It won't be hard for him. Because he's already kind of built. Yeah. I mean, no, he's cut, but he needs to get yeah. big. Yeah. Mike Tyson is one of the scariest fucking people walking the he's, earth. Yeah. Even now, he's fast as shit. So. Dude, did you see uh, him and Roy Jones Jr.? I, well, I caught a bit of it. He had to hold back from knocking that dude out. <laughs> like, multiple times. Like, he, like, held him up. You were just like, oh, my God. I mean, I know that, like, certain friends of mine are going to listen to this. And they're going to be like, no, he didn't. But it looked like he fucking held back. Yeah. Like, it was... It was bad. Mm-hmm. He, he is a scary... He's damn near 60, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's like... He might be 60. Let's see real quick. He, I know he's at least in his late 50s. Um, Mike Tyson, age. He is 
55. Oh, wow. Okay. I did think he was a little older than that. Yeah. I thought he was like 59 at least. But that dude is a fucking monster. Yeah. Um, I definitely wouldn't make fun of his voice the way some people no. do. Some people get brave. Yeah. <laughs> Tweety Bird and shit. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, yeah, no. So, uh, any last things that you can think of that might happen with Spider Man? Other than what you mentioned. And any, like, even just small things. I'm going to go out there with, like, a wild one. When the fucking multiverse starts opening up at the end of the trailer, I think we'll see fucking X-Men and shit like that pop through. Okay. That's, like, a really left field. Like, it's high possibility it won't happen, but something wild. Do you think we stop at Andrew and Toby, though? What do you mean? Spider-Man-wise. I think so. No Spider-Gwen? I don't think so. I don't think they'll do all that. I mean, it would be kind of bananas, but... Miles, well, Miles Morales is in his, his universe anyway. Yeah. Well, it don't matter. It could be a different universe. Which is one of the only reasons that I've like brought the idea forward of like maybe Tom Holland dies. I don't think they'll do that, though. Because in the comics, though, when they introduce him, it's Spider-Man is dead in his universe. So he yeah. Takes over, so it's like... I, think, I don't think they'll do that because I know they had two more trilogies planned out originally trilogies. with tom holland yeah good so because they were gonna movies. do they're gonna do I, no one more trilogy because they're gonna do a trilogy in high school and then a trilogy in college hmm is what the original plan was at least i don't know if they changed it i mean i'd be down yeah I, i'm all about long-term storytelling so. yeah um if they were to cast a spider gwen who would you go with and now you cannot I can't, do yeah I can't say so that. I just want to make sure I cut that off before you started. Saoirse Ronan. Okay. You wouldn't want to do uh, Shailene Woodley? No. <laughs> um, She's strange, too. She eats clay. She's strange. She got Aaron Rodgers to do a bunch of weird shit, too. <laughs> I like how we're playing. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know who I would cast. I mean, Saoirse Ronan's not a bad casting at all. I just feel like it needs to be someone almost more bubbly. But Haley Steinfeld's not an Melissa option, McCarthy? So. <laughs> what did you just fucking say? <laughs> you said Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, isn't she that chick from uh, Ghostbusters and all that shit? <laughs> uh, the plus-sized one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Um... God damn you. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leslie Jones. <laughs> Kristen Wiig would do better than them. Oh, and God. Even, I don't want to see Kristen Wiig in a fucking superhero movie ever again. I'm tired of her. Like, some of her stuff as Cheetah wasn't bad, but like halfway through the movie, I was ready to fucking have her bad. go away. It was bad. It was all bad. It got, it got worse progressively through the movie. Um, And then... The cast of Ghostbusters was not my favorite. I, um, I really don't know who could do a because, like, literally, Haley Steinfeld would be would have been the perfect casting for something like that. Yeah, pretty but much. Also, it would be Gwen Stacy. So let's hypothetically say a blonde. I can't even think of, like, a blonde actress. Like a younger... Yeah. Like, tw- our age, at max. I mean... 
Chloe Grace Moretz? She has chops. She has chops. That would be a bad one. Especially because she played Hit Girl pretty damn good as like a 12-year-old. Yeah. I always thought she was going to be the next Natalie Portman, but she kind of fell off. Yeah, I, I really liked her in Stay, or If I Stay. Yeah. That was fantastic. I teared up like a motherfucker on that one. You'd tear it up? Oh, <laughs> I teared up. Did I say tear? I don't know. It sounded like it. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, she wouldn't be a bad pick. I'm trying to think of, like, young actresses. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Is it politically correct to call them actresses now? Uh, they go by either. I think a lot okay. of them. Yeah, I just it depends on who it know. is. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I'm trying to think of like younger actresses, like around our age, kind of. Uh, I can't remember what it is that she's gonna be in soon, and I'm not even saying this girl. Uh, one younger actress that I really enjoy. Uh, the girl from Where the Millers, not uh. Emma's. No, Emma not her. Uh, the, Roberts. The redhead one. The redhead one. The, uh, Ron Swanson's daughter. Nick Offerman's uh, daughter. I don't know what she looks like. All right, let me pull it up. She's in some movie soon where she's like, she plays a nun. I thought of one. It's I like an exorcism film. What? Who? Victoria Pedretti. From you. Okay. She's literally our age. Who's that girl in Maid? Oh, the one from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? The feet chick? That is her! Yeah. Holy fuck, I don't know how I didn't connect that. Yeah. Wow, I was like, she looks familiar. That wouldn't be bad either. Yeah, and she's, I mean, you, I mean, I really don't care if Gwen Stacy's blonde. I mean, we made MJ different. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to say it. She's, she's That's obviously not really she's MJ, though. Her name's not Mary Jane. But they call her MJ. Yeah, no, but They're trying to get rid of the connotation of marijuana. That's stupid. I mean, I agree, but... It's the society we live in. You can't. Zendaya look good with red hair, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She look good with any hair. Um, what was I looking up? Oh, uh, we're the Millers. We're the Millers. We are the Millers. My top two then would be Victoria Pedretti and Saoirse Ronan. I can see that. I would go with Chloe Grace Moretz or the chick from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Made. Um, I can't think of her name. Oh, here she is, Molly C. Quinn. I disagree. No, I'm not saying for that. I'm just saying, um, have you seen the trailer for the film she's going to be in soon? No. Calm down, David. Oh, damn. You're in. (laughs) Um, Oh, where is it? I think it's It's called Agnes. It's like an exorcism movie. I'm tired of fucking exorcism movies. It's the first one that's looked good to me in a while. But I also, in my defense, I have not watched any of the Conjuring films. What? Yeah, straight up. No Annabelle, no, no. Are you fucking serious? No. You need to watch the first two Conjuring movies, that's it. Do I need to watch The Nun? No, 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 no. Literally just watch Conjuring 1 and 2, that's no, it. No Annabelle? Annabelle Creation. Okay, but do that I need to watch good. Annabelle before Annabelle Creation? No, because Annabelle Creation is a prequel to that anyway. I know, but... No, you don't. Okay. Those are the only three you need to watch. Conjuring 1, 2, and Annabelle Creation. I don't need to watch the newest one. The Devil Made <laughs> no, Me Do that It. that one sucks. <laughs> you can tell James Wan didn't direct it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's sad how you can see when a franchise loses its heart. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, um, just real quick, how was Malignant? It was good. Uh, he purposely went for like an '80s like slasher over okay. the top horror movie, and that's what it is. Fuck yeah! And it's it's very original, the uh, story and everything. So that's one thing you can't say that he doesn't do is originality. 
Right. Like, I mean, look at Saw. Yeah. And then... Even Conjuring. Even though they're based on real stories, like, mm-hmm. really, like, as far as, like, mainstream horror movies go, those are probably the closest you'll get to, like, legitimately scary. Oh, yeah. Every franchise he does that ends up, like, becoming a franchise... Insidious. Yeah. Gets markably worse after he leaves. Yeah. It's, it's fucking bananas. It's wild. Um, but yeah, no, I think we'll end it here because I think we've pretty much filled in everything we could fill in. Um, so if you guys wouldn't mind following us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, make sure to uh, like us, subscribe on our YouTube channel, and uh, leave a comment and tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, uh, especially on our little clips that we do. Um, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to leave a like, rate, and subscribe. It really helps us uh, reach out to other viewers, and we really appreciate it. Uh, any final words? Leslie Jones for Spider Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked your uh, Melissa McCarthy better. Okay. <laughs> um, we will see you guys next time. My name is Anthony Stevens. Damien Labo. Peace.